Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry. We've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. Constable Mike Hawkeye Seal is a great follow on Twitter. If you have Twitter, you don't follow him, you should. Yeah. He tweeted this out yesterday. Just responded to a call where a 23-year-old called the police on their mom, who they live with rent-free, for turning off the Wi-Fi because they wouldn't do chores. Oh, my God. The 23-year-old was told to leave if they didn't like it. So I saw this. And a couple things popped in my head. How ridiculous, right? How entitled. Yeah. Wow. If you could call the police for one thing that Drew does around the house that's so ridiculous, but it bothers you, what would you call them about? I would call him about his burping. Oh, is he a big burper? He likes to do that. He thinks it's funny. Well, it's I mean, annoying. I just hate it. I'm like, come on, let's go get this. Like, how often is he burping? Well, I don't know. Enough that it annoys me. <laughs> wait till he, wait till the baby's born. I feel like the burps what? get more intense as a father. No, they don't. I think they do. Yeah, really, let him. I say you need to go get this checked out. Like it's burping, it's a natural, it's a natural thing. Don't try to shame him. But okay, that's yours. That's yeah, mine. Mine is. I would call the police on Casey for reusing her Kleenex and just leaving them kind of around the house. Oh, God. That's so gross. Like, again, are, like, are times that tough that we have to reuse our Kleenexes? Well, Kleenex is expensive. I know, but like... You know what you should get her for Mother's Day? A hanky. Uh... No. And then she could just have that one. No, I don't need her pulling that out of her sleeve, <laughs> blowing her nose out in public with it. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Apparently, when people get hired at Gucci, they get gifted with a bunch of Gucci stuff. So when they're working, they can be wearing Well, yeah, the they clothes, should. Right? Exactly, yeah. So they get tops, <laughs> pants, blazers, a bag, a belt, socks, two pairs of shoes. Oh, they get the full uniform. Yeah, they get the full meal deal. Do they have to give deal. it back if they quit? That I'm not sure. Because, I mean, really, you don't want to be wearing like a... Kirkland t-shirt selling Gucci. Yeah, no. That's not that's not a good look for the Gucci brand. No. You're right. Look, Kirkland's good stuff. Oh, it is. So, uh they get all that and uh I want to know if you throughout your life and all the jobs you've had if you had any like sweet perks. Any sweet yeah. perks? Not like not in a, in a uniform or anything like that, but just perks. No. Like did you get to go to camp for a discounted price because you were Camp well, I just counselor. lived there. You just got to live there and work there, right? So they paid for all your food and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, all the food. And then you got of. and you got paid. Yeah, and then you got paid. Probably not. Not great, but as high school job, you weren't burning gas because you lived out there. You weren't eating because you were lived out there. Right, right. You were getting fed by them. Yeah. What? Uh, how long was it? How long were you out there for? All summer. 
Oh, for two months? Yeah, I, yeah, it was about two months. Parents Pretty probably close. love that, hey? <laughs> Beat it. She's out of here. Well, yeah. I did, before I started working at camp, my summers would be like cutting the grass, trimming the trees, cleaning grain bins, like lots of stuff on the on farm. On the farm, oh yeah. So my brother and sister had to take on that. So <laughs> have you just had working on the farm camp and radio and the auction i worked at the oh, auction oh yeah yeah right you were no no you weren't an auctioneer you f- i was like the assistant right. to the auctioneer yes yes <laughs> very important job i'm thinking about jobs that i've had and the perks that i had as a bartender so free booze oh i know another one sorry okay. no go ahead. um i sold i also sold furniture and uh, so like a lot of our house is furnished and stuff that we got at really good yes staff i worked at a furniture store too and they just they <laughs> give you a good discounts right golf course i got a golf for free which was sweet you know what i want to do especially because the hours that we work would allow us to do this mm-hmm. i want to go work with an airline for like a day or two a week then and I can get the perks. Like be a flight attendant? No, just work on the ground. Oh. But then I get the perks of cheap flights. Because I was thinking, if you're going to be a flight attendant, you better make sure those flights are back yeah, in Yeah, no, time. I won't do that. <laughs> the Replay with Mark and Jess. It came out yesterday that Robert De Niro recently welcomed his seventh child. He has. He's 79 years old. Can you imagine being a parent at 79 years old? Like to a baby, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. You want to be a grandparent at that age, so when the baby starts fussing or baby has a full diaper, whatever, you can pass it to the parent. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can hire a whole team of nannies. Well, he probably does have a (laughs) team of nannies. This is crazy. 51 years between his oldest kid and then the newest addition. The oldest kid's old, old enough to be a grandparent. Yeah, at 51? Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. So he's 79 years old, and I just kind of was thinking, hmm, I wonder what the oldest father ever is. And this on Wikipedia. James E. Smith became a dad in 1951 at the age of 101 years and 10 months. What? (laughs) His wife, Anna, was 38 years old. 63-year difference in age. The next closest, 96 years old. Oh, my God. I mean, not only is it just crazy to become a parent at that age... But to make the baby at that age and not die, <laughs> good for them. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. I told you earlier this week I've been watching a lot of One Tree Hill lately, right? And I th- find it so funny this drama because it's like so many things are so unrealistic that are happening. Like a couple just got married in like grade eleven. Usually those teen dramas are just. Outrageous. They're ridiculous. Yeah. And one thing I've really been noticing because I've been watching it so much is that the producers of the show have tried to make moments super heartfelt. So they'll play like that heartfelt music. Oh, yeah. But they'll do it for a whole scene, not just like a quick little moment when it's supposed to be. Anyway, and it's stuff that if that music wasn't playing, you'd be like, okay, cool. And then yeah, that like music's not, yeah. playing. It's mm-hmm. not. So. <laughs> I asked you before to come up with something, mm-hmm. um, and I've got one too, and we're going to try to make these these uh, grievances or confessions heartfelt with Heart. some music. Oh, heartfelt. Okay. I want you to go first. Okay. Okay. 
I just wanted to tell you that the other day I left the studio and when I came back, I could tell that you farted. <laughs> I acted like I didn't notice, but I noticed. <laughs> oh, that's good. I don't think that's I don't think that's real. I don't think I, I did that. I've never done that in the studio. Yeah, never. <laughs> No, I haven't. I'm embarrassed. No, I'm not. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Dear coworkers, I went to fill up my water this morning because I was thirsty and I was looking forward to a cold sip of water. But before I could drink that water, I had to change the water cooler because it was empty. Who did that? I don't know, but when I find out, I'm gonna kill you. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. I saw this yesterday, but I don't know the context or how much truth there is to it. That there were apparently people protesting they want the Capitol point hole back. I saw people posting photos of people standing out there, yes. Was that like actually what they were doing or was was it a serious protest? No, I think that's what they were actually doing, just messing around. I think one of the signs said, I preferred the pit. To I think that actually, like lot? Yeah, to there? what's there right now. Obviously, they were just having fun. Like, I don't think they were actually being... Oh, I didn't know if it was like serious. actually about that whole... But yeah, it was. It was, But okay. I think it was just kind of... To shed light on it, to have some fun because it's still that, sitting there. Yeah. So, okay. How long has it been since the, the initial? We are gonna tear down the Plains Hotel. We're gonna put a complex here. When was that announced? Uh, when did the Plains Hotel get torn down? I would say that it's been a decade. I would say it's got to be more. When the Plains Hotel came down in 2011. So obviously, prior knew- to it being torn down, they knew what was going to be happening, right? Yeah. So maybe 2010, 2009, maybe 2008. I don't know. But it's been a long time. And I don't, I don't understand now what is, what, like, what's happening. It's just sitting there. Like, can you even park in there? No, 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 no. So they got it's it just all, closed. It's just, they got it all fenced off and... It's just sitting there. Who owns it? I don't know. I think the city now owns it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. But you would think they someone... They could open it up for some parking? Don't use that as parking. That's Wow, for the time being. Yeah. That's the best piece of real estate. One of the best pieces of real estate in the city. Yeah. You're on the corner of Albert and Vic. Like, something needs to go there. What? I don't know, but... Yeah. Not what we have there right now. Like, <laughs> just a thing of dirt. Sweet. You're going to get out there and start protesting soon. Yeah, I prefer the pit. <laughs> the Mark and Jess replay. Do you have something on your luggage to identify that it's yours? Now, before you answer that, the reason I ask is because I don't know if you've seen this meme going around. It's a lady and her luggage is literally her face. It's a customized huh? piece of luggage that yeah. just has her face on it. So, of course, she knows when it comes off the conveyor belt that that's hers, yeah. right? Do you have something? Well, no. I have like a bright yellow suitcase, oh. though. So no one's going to... You know, it's not like a whole bunch of black, black ones. ones that I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Casey has one that's... 
colorful and everything. It's easy to pick out kind of like yours, right? Where yeah. mine is black one and I don't have anything on it to identify that it's mine. So I, the first like flight I ever took, my friend's family, they told me this, this trick. Um, and so what they would do on their black suitcases was take either like a bright orange um, like pipe cleaner oh, yeah. or a ribbon or something tied around so that they'd be like, oh, that one's mine. They would just look for that. But then you risk, what if it falls off in transit? Well, the twist or the pipe cleaner is twisted. So it yeah. doesn't. I've st- I've had actually from that first trip that I took and that was back in 2014, I've still got that pipe cleaner on my suitcase, I think. Okay, a couple of things. That's impressive that you still have the pipe cleaner on there. That was your first time flying was in 2014? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you would have been... I Just tell me. I I don't know. I was hoping you were going to tell me. I was like 21 coming 22. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. When did your... Do you know when your siblings first got on an airplane? I don't know if my brother's ever flown. Really? And my sister, it was just like last year, maybe. They went to Vancouver. Wow. Okay. That's <laughs> surprising. What about your parents? Oh, they've flown. They, they just, just didn't, didn't want to take us. you guys. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. Lillian is a lady from Australia. And this spring, she got lost in the wilderness. So I guess she was driving to see someone. She took a wrong turn. She got on a muddy road. Her vehicle got stuck. Okay. She couldn't walk because of health problems and there was no cell service. So she was just stuck there until someone found her. Oh my God. Um, so it took about five days and then a helicopter did see her. So what she had to survive on was just whatever was in her car. Oh no. Which was... A couple road snacks, some lollipops. Well, what were the road snacks? Doesn't it specify. Doesn't say, okay, no. a couple lollipops and a bottle of wine. And she doesn't even drink. It was a gift. <laughs> she was like, "Well, you got to do gotta, what you can do." Yeah, you, you got to do what you got to do to survive. I don't have anything in my vehicle that I could eat right now. Like no, I keep, me neither. Because I keep my vehicle so clean. Yeah, and just no junk in there, that kind of stuff. That I. I would die. I've had I wouldn't die in five days. I've had things in there and then I cleaned my car. I just cleaned it recently and I was like, oh, well, I can't keep all this in there. So I got to get it out. So I like I even had some extra old bottles of water that were maybe half drank. I should have kept those in there. You probably should. It's actually not not a bad idea maybe to keep a bottle or two of water in there because you never know what could happen. I do keep stuff winter wise in my vehicle all year round, actually. Some like scarves and mitts and hand warmers and stuff like that just in case. Yeah, but you don't think about what you'd have to eat. No, I'd have my lip chop. Yum. The replay with Mark and Jess. So we've known him as The Weeknd for quite a few years now. Yes. But apparently, Abel Tesfe is getting ready to strip the name. He's walking away from The Weeknd. He's going back to his name. He's going to his real name. And how do you say it? Abel. Abel. Test pay. Test pay. Uh, so I don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, it sounds like he's got another album coming out. Oh, it's just going to be Abel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, what a cool name, though. I like yeah, it. it is cool. So 
Yeah, he said he's going to do one more album as a weekend, and then that's it. He's closing that chapter on his life. That's not him anymore. He wants to move past it. Uh, a few, a few things. Yeah. Prince changed his name a lot, right? <laughs> the artist formerly known yeah, as Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it didn't stick, though. Maybe the weekend will go back to the weekend. Like, remember Snoop Dogg tried to be Snoop Lion. Oh, yeah, that was so stupid. And that- Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy. Yeah, he's a million things. I never know what to call him. Yeah, I just call him Diddy. I wonder if there's anyone else out there that, like, like I wonder if Lady Gaga sits and thinks, God, I wish that I didn't have to be Lady Gaga anymore. What's I her just real be name Stephanie. again? Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. I mean, Stephanie doesn't have as cool of a ring to it as Lady Gaga, but. Now, People that work with Lady Gaga on a daily basis, the weekend on a daily basis, are they calling them that? Like, do you think they're, you know, I don't know, assistant or some, someone's like, hey, the weekend, you have a call. <laughs> or do you think they're going, Abel, you have a call, or Stephanie, you have a call? That's a good question. I'm sure it's probably their real names. Lady, you have a call? Yeah, no, they're not, they're not doing that. They're probably saying, hey, Stephanie, you have a call. Yeah. It just reminds me, too, of friends that I have. We all have friends probably like this where they have nicknames. Yeah. And they go by that nickname. Yeah. And if you hear someone else call them by their real, by name? Their real name, like, who are you talking? I've been friends with <laughs> my buddy Smitty for 30 years. That's his name. That's his name. And then when people call him Adam, I'm like, who are you talking about here? <laughs> What's That's his real name? Really? <laughs> The Mark and Jess Replay. I saw a city out in Ontario listed the most dangerous intersections in their city. Yeah. And our city hasn't done that. But if you had to pick the most dangerous intersection in Regina, what intersection would you pick? Okay, so I have one that to me used to be. It's fixed now. Okay. And that would be College and Arcola. College and Arcola. Okay, because no lights. They didn't have lights before. Yeah, when there wasn't lights, that was a terrible intersection. I still can't believe we went that long without lights there. Yeah. Like, it's probably within the last year or two that they put lights there, right? Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah. So and that one would have on. been the worst. What? You can turn right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on a red light there out of both the inside lane and the outside lane. Okay, go on. Uh, my other one is going to be when you leave like um, Extreme Peter or Michaels onto Quants and you're turning right. Mm. That. Yeah. I hate doing that. I mean, you could pretty much say anything on Quants, right? That one to me is the worst one because you can't really see around that strip mall if people yeah, are coming. Yeah, because they're kind of coming around a corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that it would be, if I just think of fender benders that happen in the city and where they happen most frequent. Yeah. Louvan and Dudney. Yeah, why? I it's don't a know. huge intersection. It is a really big intersection, <laughs> and I don't know why it happens there, but it does happen there. And how ironic, because it's right by the hospital. Well, at least nice and close. <laughs> the replay with Mark and Jess. This is really cool. The Utta Puff Daddies first came together in 2012 in Brighton, UK for a surprise performance at their children's annual dance show. You're probably wondering, what are the Utta Puff Daddies? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. They are a group of dads 
that range from 42 years old uh-huh. to 60 years old. And did they cover, they like, P. Diddy songs? No, 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 they dance. Oh, they just dance? Yeah, so back in 2012, <laughs> they were taught by their kid's street dancing teacher because they wanted to do this surprise performance at, the, at their kid's school. Yeah. They got such a good reception that they've now carried it on. They're social media stars. Their Instagram page has 340,000 followers, and their bio says, spreading joy, positivity, and changing society's approach to mental health, one dad dance step at a time. Oh, are they on TikTok, too? I want to follow they them. They are on TikTok. Uh-uh. Yeah, the Otta Puff Daddies. Tell me something good. So this happened in a village near Carrobert Unity in that area. Okay, yep. Recently, there was a fire over the weekend that started in a garage. And so in that community and around that community, there's no fire department. There's nothing. So this garage gets on fire. Then it spreads to the house. Then it starts jumping across the street. Other buildings are starting oh, to no. go up in flames. And they're waiting for the fire department to get there. So the mayor... And a whole bunch of people from the town and then surrounding towns hear about this and they all come in and they bring their hoses and they bring buckets. And so together, the community kind of contained the fire nice. until uh, fire trucks could get there. That's why small town Saskatchewan is just the best. Very cool. You actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.